Welcome to Living Life in Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. BitFriends is a national vitiligo support community founded by Valerie Molyneux. For more information about BitFriends, you can visit us at www.bitfriends.org. BitFriends podcasts are sponsored by My Vitiligo Team. Welcome to Living Life in Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. On today's show, I have Matt with me. So welcome, Matt. How are you, sir? Hi, Mark. I'm great. Thanks for having me on. You're welcome. You're welcome. And thank you for being here. So, Matt, before we get into our conversation, I want you to officially introduce yourself. Maybe tell us where you're from and anything else that you would like to share about yourself. And then we'll jump into our topic of discussion. Yeah, great. Um, my name is Matt Weckel. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Neon Wild, a new personalized family entertainment platform that allows any child anywhere in the world to become the stars of their own stories. Uh, I'm a father of two kids, uh, probably not five and seven, two boys, probably not surprising, knowing that I'm building a, an entertainment platform for families. Uh, I'm born and raised in New Yorker, born and raised in Brooklyn. Uh, I bounced around uh, but I'm back in the tri-state area living in, uh, in the great state of New Jersey, uh, which is actually quite wonderful. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's me. Awesome. Awesome. And, and, you know, I, I have a New Jersey connection. I was actually born in Jersey, but I was raised in North Carolina. So most of my family is still up in Jersey in the East Orange, Newark, Irvington, all that area. So I'm, yeah. I'm a Jersey boy now. I'm all about it. I'm a, you know, when, when you grow up in New York, it's like, oh, I'll never live in Jersey. And now I married a, a great uh, woman from New Jersey and uh, I love it here. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% Jersey boy now. All right. All right. So we got the new and the North and uh, New York and New Jersey and North Carolina, all that connection. So Matt, we're here to talk about Neon Wild. And I've had the opportunity to actually talk with you in some detail outside of the realm of radio um, about this property. So before we even go any further, um, share with our listeners, and you kind of did a little bit earlier, uh, what is Neon Wild? And we'll dig into some details after that. Yeah, so Neon Wild is an app that you can access from your phone or uh, you know tablet computer that's for kids four and up. Uh, that enables them to create avatars in their likeness. Um, and like I said, for, you know, our mission is to allow any child anywhere in the world to see themselves represented in, in the media that, that they consume. Um, and so they can create avatars in their likeness, uh, and then they're transported into these highly cinematic interactive stories in which they are the star. Um, we just launched our, our, our beta experience, um, which is, you know, fancy tech speak for, we don't want to say it's ready yet, but it's kind of ready. So don't mind us if things break. Um, but, uh, and we released our first story. It's available on the app store. Um, and, uh, you know, we have some exciting partnerships coming up too that we could talk about. So with some really great, well-known IP as well. And we plan to give our tools as well to, to independent content creators to come and create stories on our platform as well. So we've got we've got a lot planned in the future, um, but we, we just launched our beta a, a few weeks ago and uh, we're really excited about that. And that's pretty cool because um, I often feel, you know, there needs to be more positive content out there for our children. You know, we know about the not downing any other platform. We know about the TikToks and, you know, we have all these other things that kids love. 
But I'm thinking we need something that's more family oriented where parents have that control, but it's also something positive. I can see as a child creating something, but yet as an adult still loving it also. And that's what Neon Wild. So let's let's talk about the, the world of Neon Wild. Um, is it a futuristic sci-fi fantasy? What exactly is Neon Wild in terms of the 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 setting? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's 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 a great question, and I'm gonna try to not make it too confusing. But like there's Neon Wild kind of the company, right? So right. we're building this platform and we want all types of content on the platform, right? Like we want creators from the biggest entertainment studios to come and build stories on our platform. We want independent content creators that are making stuff on YouTube or self-publishing books to come and make it on on our platform. It's a platform for any and all stories, as long as they're appropriate uh, and and, and positive um, for for the age group. Uh, And our first our first release is the IP that we created ourselves. And so that's like the, the IP universe of Neon Wild. And the idea here is that, you know, the child creates an avatar themselves and then they're automatically transported into this, this magical world um, that is, you know, which is called the Neon Wild, the actual like magical forest itself. And, you know, you're guided by your friendly hamster type squirrel friend. His name is Squiz. Uh, who helps you learn uh, more about the neon wild itself and right. tells you that it's under a threat from these, you know, bad guys that are trying to steal all of the love and creativity out of, out of the neon wild, but also every world, including earth itself. So um, you, the child then goes on a mission to, uh, to save the neon wild. And over the course of three stories, which we've already written and are producing right now, uh, stories two and three, out to save the neon wild from from these uh, you know evil doers while learning some important lessons uh, along the way. Awesome. Uh, quick question: I, I'm, My brain is thinking right now. So, if a child's playing a story, can they pause it and come back to it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah. Let me. Maybe it'd be helpful if I I, I could talk a little bit about like the experience it, itself. Yes. Um, and and how that works. So it's pretty simple, right? We have a kid. They with their parents, they enter their name and their pronouns. And what we use is we use AI technology to then take their name. And we're able to then have all the characters in the book and the narrator say their name very naturally. Um, So in a way where it really feels like this story, this almost movie-like experience is starring you. Squid says your name, the bad guy says your name, um, the narrator talks about you and, you know, say, hey, Mark, all of a sudden Mark was walking down the street and then he found himself uh, falling down this swirling ball of energy, right? Or right. Squiz will come along and say, hey, it's nice to meet you, Mark. And it all sounds very natural. It's in the, the voice of the actors. Gotcha. Um, and so not only is the child seeing themselves in the story, they can also hear themselves, uh, hear their names uh, and their right. pronouns in that story as well. Um, so the, the first story that we came out with is about 20 pages. Um, it's almost like a, a comic book type style. Okay. Um, and uh, each panel is kind of its own little movie. There's animation and music and sound effects, uh, but you'll also be able to read it just like a regular comic book as well. So kids and parents can sit back and just kind of read it uh, like you would a normal comic comic book. Um, and we'll, we'll, we'll talk more about some of the other like uh, experiences we have coming. But right now, that's that's what we have on the platform today. See, I like that because um, I'm even as an adult, you know, we 
I say we like to put ourselves in these different worlds. That's why we cosplay and do other things. And this seems like a, a fun way for a child to get involved in character creation and design and cosplay without having to cosplay. You know, you are that character. And to hear personalized matters, because a lot of times we're reading stories about somebody else or another character's adventures. But now you're hearing about yourself. You know, like you said, hey, Mark, hey, what are you doing? Oh, you're going down this hole. And hey, Mark, and, you know, it, it makes it very personal. And I like that because there are some personalized books out there, but to have an app actually make it personalized, that that is pretty awesome. Yeah. And I think like the personalized books that are out there, you know, they're cool. They're, they're very much kind of, um, uh, they're more of a gimmick than they are an actual kind of art form. Right? right. And that's not to, to downplay it at all. It's very much like a gift that you would give to right. someone um, you know, I think my kids got me one who's one of the inspirations for this was like super dad. And they just literally just chopped out a picture of my face and then they photoshopped and all these things and it's cute. It's fun. Right. But it's not really something that like is, is, it's taking someone and transporting them into a universe, right? Like right. what's the best thing about reading comic books, about reading books, it's being transported into, to, to new worlds. Um, I think our first stories will, will speak to the fantasy, uh you know crowd like like myself who, who already loves reading different comic books and and sci-fi and fantasy right. books um and the parents who love that stuff as well um but i also think it'll reach a, a, an even greater audience that you know maybe hasn't really explored fantasy or comic books that much because by putting your child in the story it just brings it to you know another level of meaning for you a deeper emotional connection with with the story um and at risk it like, you know, kind of talking your ear off on this, but you know, what really pushed me down in this direction were our platforms uh, like Roblox or Minecraft, mm, right. where, you know, Generation Alpha are, it's the generation that is interacting on these platforms. They don't interact with traditional media in the exact same way that we did Gen X, millennials, right. um, even Gen Z. Um, and so what you're seeing is, more in the fastest growing group or one of the fastest growing groups on Roblox are kids under the age of nine. Right. Right. The Roblox is not made for kids under the age of nine. Right. And I'm, you know, I got two kids, they're five and seven. I don't let them touch it. Right. With that being said, I, I understand like why they want to engage in these worlds that are more social. And like you said, cosplaying they, it, for to experiment with, with different uh, hairstyles or dress up right. as someone else. And I, I get that. I don't think there's anything inherent. I think that's healthy. Um, and I don't think there's, you know, we created the Unwild because there is no platform that we, that allows kids to do that in a healthy way. And so by centering right. it around stories, it's almost like a, a library, a virtual world library is like, is what I like to call it. Um, and so, you know, the Generation Alpha, they are the first group in human history that the number one thing that they spend money on are, are uh, digital goods and games right the first one where the number one thing they spend money on are not physical goods right that's a huge shift right in what what they value and so we want to enable them to uh be able to you know interact with worlds like that and do things like that but we also want parents to feel good about it so that's why we went more with books because you know parents feel good because their kids are getting a book 
to read. And that's, you know, Absolutely. at least it's good time on the iPad. It's positive. And then kids get all these costumes and superpowers and they can change their names. And so, you know, we're, we're hoping to build a family brand that parents, you know, trust and feel good about and that, that kids love. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about um, building characters and avatars. You know, I had an opportunity and, and I'm sharing this for our listeners that um, I guess kind of a consultant for the vitiligo community. You and I talk, you know, you reached out to want to know more about vitiligo and I share with you, um, you know, some of my thoughts about it and what it is and what it isn't, what it looks like. And, you know, you could put 10 people with vitiligo in a room and it's all going to look different. Um, and that's very important because I've also worked with um, another company that um, has a property. It's a game for adults. And with that game, they wanted to do some vitiligo skins. And when I first looked at their work, it was five skins all the same. And I said, no, that's not a true representation of vitiligo. It shifts, it moves, it can be stagnant. You can re you can repigment, you know, within a month. I said there's so many different variables when it comes to our skin. And you and I talked about um what's unique about Neon Wild, how yes, vitiligo is one of the skins you can use. And it can change over time as I say a child or even a, an adult who's gonna create a book watches their skin change, they can also make it change as well. So let's talk a little bit about the avatars, the characters, the avatars, and what you can change on that character in terms of um, outfits. And you talked about powers, and we talked about hair, and also skin. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, well, this gives me a good opportunity to say thank you to you, because uh, you, you did answer my email. Um, yes, and, and that's how we first <laughs> met a few months ago. And took the time to, um, before we even, you know, you mentioned something interesting, which is you spoke to another company and they showed you something and you were able to educate them. Yes. Um, we we have an advisor, um, Christia Brown, she's a wonderful um, child developmental psychologist. And she said to me that often she gets called after something's already made, right? She gets called after the, the art is done or after the game is made. And she's like, if you're calling me after it's made, right. it's probably too late, right? And so, you know, I just want to thank you because before we even did anything related to the vitiligo community, it was important to me to, to meet someone who could help us guide it. Um, and, and, you know, and you looked at over just so your audience knows, like you took the time to look over all of our initial artwork and give feedback and then gave feedback right. when we moved into the 3D characters and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and that's what we want to do. We want to build Neon Wild with the communities that are being represented in the communities, right? So we're also, you know, we've been lucky enough to work with the Children's Deaf Society of America um, and to, and, and I learned right away off that they were like, you know, most people just create the basic hearing aids if they do it at all, but there's right. different types. There's like cochlear implants and there's, right. and so we actually have, that's going to come in a, in a release in a few weeks, but we were able to design and develop those things for characters to add. We worked with the Seek Coalition, which is an amazing uh, group here in the United States to help us design our turbans so that they're appropriate from like the ground up um and hijabs and uh kippas and yarmulkes so like that's just the beginning right there's so many right. you know no no one of us fits in any box and so Absolutely. our goal is to continually work with communities like you said vitiligo is not it changes even on one person 
Not only right. is it different from person to person, it's different from that person from over time. Absolutely. And so, you know, our job and our goal is, is to develop technology in a way that allows, again, anyone, you know, regardless of skin color or ethnicity or condition, ability, gender orientation, right? right. Uh, the ability to have a safe space where they can see themselves for, for who they are and, and, and who they want to be. Um, and nowhere is that more important than, than with kids. Right. So, um, I, I went a little bit of a tangent there, but yeah, but basically with our avatars to start, you can change, you know, just about anything, your head size, your eye size and color, your hairstyle, your hair color. We don't have right now, infinite levels of, of customization, right. um, but we're trying to get there. I think you and I talked a little bit before we started the podcast, like right away, we stay in front. If there's something that is not here that that you want to see for your child please reach out so we can get it on here right away right like so again it's we are doing this with communities with people like yourself with people um uh, now it's just the united states but eventually around the world to help us build this together and eventually we want to give people the tools directly to build it themselves um gotcha. and and that's a big part of it as well um and so right now our avatars, you know, you could pick from five different costumes and each costume represents like there's a space hero and a fire hero, water, um, geez, I don't remember, ice. And then uh, there's another one I'm not even remembering right now. Oh, Jurassic. So you can be like a dinosaur type hero. Um, but we're going to have different stories where you're going to have a, an, an avatar that looks like you, but in a completely different art style, right? Um, wow. We're, we're working with DreamWorks and NBC Universal to bring Gabby's Dollhouse to our platform. Gabby's Dollhouse is a very popular children's IP across the world. Um, and that's a whole different, that's not going to be a comic book. That's going to be more like a storybook. And you'll be able to look, you know, exactly like you are a part of Gabby's world. And we will right. have the same selections for Vitiligo for kids uh, who have, um uh, hearing uh, disabilities or whatever the case may be. And you'll be right. able to get that in all our different art styles. Um, so that's really, you know, it, it'll never be done. You know, there's, you can, there's, everyone's different. Like we said, we'll just have to continually update it and work with the community and make sure that, you know, people do feel like they're getting a chance to be represented in Neon Wild the way they want to be. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, when you first reached out to me and I read Neon Wild and, I kind of did a little bit of research too. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I thought, you know, uh, it is important for me. Um, I, I, I'm i a very creative person. I love comic books and I love cartoons and I love superhero movies. I just saw Blue Beetle, Beetle today and it was, it was decent. It was decent. Not, <laughs> not my favorite movie, but it was still decent. But still, you know, when people watch these movies and they look at cartoons, they look at comic books, they go on the toy aisle to look, see what's there. You want to see somebody who represents you. And often we don't get that, you know, whether it's from a religious aspect or just physical limitations or whatever it is, we don't often get that. Um, I know Mattel started a vitiligo collection several years ago. So they have three dolls, two Barbies um, and one Ken. And I think Lego also started in their friends um Lego series to have one character has vitiligo. But in terms of, let's just say our boys, there's not a lot of representation for vitiligo for 
young boys who want to see somebody who looks like them. And I feel like with Neon Wild, it allows a boys and girls to have a character that looks like them, same skin tone. Oh, I have vitiligo on this side of my face. Good. You could put it on that side of your face. You know, if your skin complexion is lighter or darker, you can change that. And I was looking at that as well. Um, I said, okay, this is pretty cool. I, I like this. Because um, often you do want to see somebody who looks like you. And with the vitiligo community, when we see somebody else with vitiligo, uh, whether it's an actor or actress on the TV screen, or now there's the Opsilor commercials and we see people with vitiligo, um, we get excited, you know, because now we feel like we're being seen. And, and that awareness is very important. But also the education behind it is important, too. Um, and, just, and I felt like that was an important part of our conversation you know, let's not just be aware, but let's have a little education. And you and I talk, and I wish more companies would do that because people are aware and they'll say, hey, we want your vitiligo skin, but do you know much about living with vitiligo? You know, um, and and it's funny because I've, I've spoken to other companies. Someone was doing a brochure and they had five characters with vitiligo and they all look the same. I said, well, that's not a true representation of vitiligo. You can have five people, but it's all going to look different, even down to the person where you can't see theirs. They say, yeah, but we want to put it all on the face. I say, yeah, I understand that, but it's not always on the face. You know, and I know they probably didn't like me because I kept pushing back, but I want them to understand that, you know, um, being aware is good, but being educated is great. And I feel like with Neon Wild, it's going to give us an opportunity to, get a better understanding of, I would say, other cultures, other religions, other um, abilities, you know, different things, um, if not just a visual of it. But sometimes, you know, seeing a visual of a different character makes you want to do more research. You know, like the different types of hearing aids, I didn't know that. You know, I, I in my, even if I work in the school system, I don't see any kids with hearing aids. Not to say there are none, I just don't see them. And it could be a few kids. Um, but for the most part, I don't know about the different types because I'm not educated on that. So I think this is a very important platform that's going to really open up the eyes for a lot of people. Yeah, I, it's funny that you you, you said that about, um, you know, talking about even for someone who doesn't have a certain condition or disability, will see these things and it'll make them ask, what is this? Want to learn more about it? I did it my own kids. Like they saw, you know, we, you've seen this now. We have the section for skin for vitiligo and they asked, right. what is that? Right. And it has this, you know, not only are we helping people to see themselves, you're then also opening the door for people to see things, especially kids and especially right. kids where, where most of us in the United States anyway, tend to be pretty, you know, stay in communities or be in communities that are somewhat very near or the way you look or your family looks. And, you know, I mean, I grew up in New York City. I was lucky to have more of a, a wider range of cultures and, and right. things that I was um, exposed to, but not every, not every child does. Right. Right. Absolutely. And, and so even in that, these small ways, by just put showing it in when they're building these avatars and having these options there, on the same level as any other, you know, whether you're changing your nose or your hair color, like it's all part of the same wonderful, you know, 
differences that makes everybody beautiful and wonderful and, and that's such an important message for well geez most uh, there's still a lot of adults that need that lesson but at least we absolutely get to <laughs> um and uh so yeah i mean like that's it's it's something that we're really excited about like getting more and more of this in there like you know we are constantly reaching out to anybody who wants to talk to us or has an idea or can tell us what's missing we are right. not perfect like we need people's help um you know to like you said you you know even you're learning about the the different types of hearing aids right now like right absolutely we just need to be constantly learning and and building on it. and that's a part of our dna and i think you know the other thing you mentioned that was really interesting was how you were talking to a company about how it's not just on the face and they were kind of like, well, we just want it on the face. And you know what? Like, this is what you kind of come to again and again. It's like, well, is this, why are you doing this? Like, is this a part of your like mission and DNA and what you want to be as a brand? Or are you doing this because it's, it's kind of the, you know, the right thing to do now, or you think it gives your brand a little bit of credit. You're trying to, you know, they'd use the term virtue signaling or whatever it may be, but like, you're trying to, you know, be cool, but you're not really trying <laughs> right. to learn from and be educated on on what it is and and how people with these conditions or whatever maybe want to be seen or represented. And I think that's a lot of that. Like they get surface level, uh, you know, approach to doing these kinds of things. Right. Where for us, like, you know, it's very, building it in from the ground up and part of our DNA. It's part of how we make business decisions. Right. Um, and that's how I think you get to that level where it's really a part of, you know, people start to do it right, hopefully. Absolutely. And um, one thing I've learned, uh, I do a lot of presentations in this area for students and um, the students are very open and accepting, even if they don't know what vitiligo is. Once you share with them what it is, they're fine. But I, I do think it's the adults that we have it in the back of our mind. If you look different, walk different, talk different, act different, we can't deal with you. You don't fit in with us. And I think we, through our, our youth, we're going to really educate the adults. Um, I even say in my generation, you know, I'm, I'm 50. And when I grew up, we made fun of people who had disabilities, whether it was physical, whether it was intellectual, whether it was mental, you know, you name it. That's what we did, you know, because we didn't know any better. But as you know, I look at now, we're, we're really fighting as a society to be more inclusive, you know, understand what it's like to live with a condition, you know, or a disease, and just know that person is still human, you know? And that's why I think it's gonna be so important for this app with our students to know, hey, this person still likes um, sci-fi adventures. This person likes, prehistoric adventures. This person likes certain things. Yes, they may look different, but they still like the same things I like. Why? Because we're all humans. We're people, you know? And and that's the that's what I really like about Neon Wild. Um I've been uh following it. I got one of my colleagues, he's following it too. So he's getting the updates as well. And he's like, I can't wait till this launches. And because we're excited because we will really want to present this to our students as uh, an additional tool. And I have a comic book club, and I think this would be perfect for the students to get engaged in. So I will be sharing this with our parents and letting them know this is something you can do at home. Have fun with your child. Your child is still reading. 
yes, your child is connected to their the internet. They're playing the game, but you can control it. You know, I was reading uh, further in your website. There are no ads. That's great. No ads because we know everything out there is connected to an ad. And um, so can you give us some more information about the app itself, um, the cost, um, the sharing process and, and anything else that's related to the actual app? Yeah. So uh, again, because I because I, I have to say this, it is it is just still our beta, and we're right, you're right. a young group. We only have one book available right now. You can sign in, you create your character. Um, you know, it's it, it follows all of the the rules around uh, parental guidance. So you know, uh, parents have to be challenged for any type of purchase to be made. Like right now, the only thing you could buy in in the app is a uh, four ninety nine. Our our books are four ninety nine. Right. Um, which uh, we found is actually kind of the sweet spot, like in terms of uh, um, of a price point, because you're getting a 20 page book, right? You know, it's right. cheaper than most children's book you can get on Kindle, um, and uh, and you don't get it personalized, and you don't have all the music Absolutely. and the sound effects, and so um, you know we're we're aiming to make sure that it that it stays at a price point that anyone can access it, right? We don't. You know, that's another part of this, right? It's not just, you know, if you want anyone anywhere to, to any child anywhere to be a hero, you got to consider like that also the, the economics part of it as well, because oftentimes some of these things are, are, are so expensive that they can't get access to it. Right. right. And so, you know, it's, it, it's something that we're very mindful of um, while we're creating this, but we also didn't, you know, we didn't want to go with an ads model where, we offer things for free, but we're shoving a bunch of ads in your kid's face, right? right. And so I think, you know, for us, it was a trade-off where, um, you know, we have we would like to charge something that we feel is provides the the level of value that you're getting from it for for anyone. Um, uh, and so, yeah, with within the app today, you are able to access the first book, uh, see previews for books two and three. Um, you know, sooner rather than later, we'll be releasing more of the books for for the Gabby's Dollhouse series. Um, and what we're building also in the background is more of a social element to, to the platform. So what I mean by that is the ability for kids to be in the books together, right? Um, so friends and siblings can experience these things, um, not just as a solo experience. And again, this goes back to the behaviors of Generation Alpha and how they are, you know, entertaining and, and interacting. And again, I, you know, as a parent, it the, the the things behind roblox and, and and you know minecraft fortnite i don't mind the social aspects of these platforms i think that can be quite healthy you know in moderation i want them to be social outside as a human being right. more than anything else but um you know i think there's a lot of healthy aspects to that um and so with Neon Wild, again, like we wanted to make sure that if kids are going to be interacting in this way, if it is something that's important to them, and if it, it is a part of their uh, how they entertain, that at least there's a family space for it. So we're also going to be making uh, what we call playgrounds. So the books will also have 3D interactive environments where kids can, you know, meet up with their friends. And this is all parental controlled, right? Like, it's not like a like a complete open world where a kid can just be dropped in anywhere and right, right you know you might have god knows who on the other side um this is all like parents have to approve friend connections and 
parents will have, we already have it built in the parent dashboard where they can oversee every kid's activity and what they're doing and get regular emails about it. Um, you know, it's important for us that it's a, it's a, an emotionally and socially safe environment. Again, like it, it is, it's a library for the virtual world, you know? Right, so we right. want people to be safe, kids to be safe there, see their friends there, read books together, enjoy these activities together. Um, just like they're already doing, but in a, in a space that's made for them and, you know made for families absolutely absolutely oh there was something else i was going to ask about oh so um who are some of the i know you mentioned a few companies that you're working with can you mention any of the artists or anybody who has worked on the project yeah so i mean we're really lucky for even our our initial neon wild stories um the first book was written by uh andy lanning he's the creator of guardians of the galaxy he's a marvel and dc legend uh i was lucky enough to we actually worked together years ago and so uh you know lucky enough for he's also advisor to the company um it we've had uh you know our art director uh came from disney and has a strong background he worked for disney infinity so really understands kind of the interactive space um he was also a colleague of mine um, we have artists that have worked on this, that have worked on everything from Pixar films to, uh, young, almost like young adult comic books for, for DC, like just amazingly talented people, um, that, that came together on the Neon Wild series. The books two and three are also written by another comic book kind of luminary in the space. Um, and my team is still, uh, you know, on board to work on the next two as well. Uh, our composer and uh, sound editors is an award-winning um, uh, uh, audio genius that kind of has worked across a lot of well-known video games in the space. So yeah, we we've had a really great team that's helped to work together on this. And look, we like I said, we're you know partnering with DreamWorks. Work, you know, we've got access to meet with their art directors who are working with us, and the, the those books are being written by an actual writer for the show. So, you know, like really wonderful, amazingly talented people are coming together to create like uh, the content that goes on there. That's pretty awesome. You mentioned Disney Infinity. I, I used to collect like the little game pieces. I didn't play the game. I just love the artwork. So I would collect the pieces and uh, and I would sometimes just go online just to look at the artwork. So yeah, I, I like what I'm hearing. I like the art direction I'm seeing. So. It, it really appeals to me, and I hope one day, um, I know this is all virtual, but hopefully one day we'll see some physical Neon Wild properties in the stores that kids can go, oh, I'm going to buy my Neon Wild character, you know, something. I, I know I know this is not a video podcast, but hold on. <laughs> Absolutely. But but anything works. We, we, uh, we did, I know you can see this, but I'll, I'll describe it for people who are listening. Yes. Like we did create uh, prototypes of um, uh, toys um, and other things with this here is, uh, I can send you a picture of this, but uh, this is Squiz uh, as, as a, like a lovable action figure. We also created uh, prototypes where kids could actually have their hero in, in a toy form. So we used 3D printing to create the head and then like attached it to the bodies. And that's so we, this is something that's definitely a part of our roadmap. Um, as you can imagine, early stage startup, right. hard enough just to get an app out the door. Once you start talking about supply chain, 
uh, and physical items, things get a little bit um, uh, a little bit more difficult uh, for the right. small team we have right now. But um, uh, you know, one of the things you know parents do say is like, "Can I get this as a as a physical book?" Right. right? Like, right. and so, and I think that's important for for a brand like ours to have a physical presence, right? Something tactile that you can touch, hold, and feel. Something that gets out from just being a fifty by fifty pixel. Right. App you know, icon on a screen. Right. Um, and that's something that I'm very, very passionate about. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can get rolling out sooner rather than later. But we'll see. It's going to happen. I, I can see it. it's going to happen. <laughs> and, and for our listeners, you know, the prototype looked really awesome. Um, you know, I, one of my hobbies, I'm a toy collector. So I'll go on the stores and find, oh, that looks pretty cool. I like the engineering on that. So I'll buy certain things. And, um, that's why I keep mentioning it. Hopefully they'll have some physical properties because I can I can really see, you know, not just kids, but adults getting involved with creating characters that maybe reflect them as a child or something. You know, it, it, it I, I feel like it's limitless, you know, at this point. But I understand it's a process as well. Um, I do follow some independent companies and watch their Kickstarters and some of them get off the ground and some of them don't. And. Then they have to come back around and try it again. It's the way the world works. Um, we're almost at the end of our podcast. I do want to add one thing, and then I'm going to let you share some words of encouragement to our listeners. Um, hopefully on the website, as people um, venture into it and start reading, maybe at some point have a, a, a page that's dedicated to the different organizations you've talked to. Mm. Um, so that way, if somebody goes, let's say um, they want to know about Vitiligo, so we'll put the Global Vitiligo Foundation. Uh, if somebody wants to know about, you know, um, whatever the different societies or different um, organizations you've spoken to, that way they can go get, get information from them to learn a little bit more. Because I, I think the educational piece is going to be very important. Um, maybe not necessarily for a child, they probably can care less, but the adults definitely it'll be good for them to go oh this is how they learned about you know um certain clothing in other countries or you know um why certain you know countries or certain um may i would say certain countries may have certain markings that they put on their bodies or reason you know and under i i think it helps us get a better understanding of each other globally um because I do feel like we're limited in what we know and understand and not trying to be funny, but sometimes, you know, here we are all about learning about ourselves, but we forget that there are other places out there. There are other countries that are smaller that you can learn a lot from as well to understand their culture, you know, the history of this place, you know, why they wear certain things, why they eat certain foods, you know, all these things are important. Um, and even like with different conditions, you know, um, what are they like? We talked about the, the different hearing aids, you know, it'd be good for people to understand that and learn why there are certain ones, which one works better for whatever, you know, hearing condition. Because sometimes we think, well, that person, you know, is deaf. Well, what does that mean? Because that means that they have lost some of their hearing, maybe not necessarily all of it, you know? So I, I think it helps us get a better understanding of all of us across the board. 
I, I mean, I love this idea. I wish I could bring you on as head of marketing or community manager. This, this is, uh, maybe one day um, when, when, when I can actually pay myself and pay other people. Uh, <laughs> no worries. Just I love reach that out. Idea. No, yeah. I love, that's, that's a great idea. And I think but, even putting it directly in the app, yeah. like, yeah. like even just like while you're there, Hey, learn, like, even like on that section of the avatar builder, it's like, Hey, want to learn more about vitiligo Bing? Absolutely. You click, you know, something like that. I think that's a wonderful idea. There's something I, I love that. Re I wrote it down. I'm reason why I'm, not a problem you can have it reason why i brought it up um because so many companies reach out to us and they want us to model for their they really reach out to the vitiligo community for modeling a lot however when you go to that website there's no education about vitiligo you just see the model and i feel it's important that people know um because I, I often say people are aware but people need to be educated. You know, maybe that's the educator in me. Let's teach people something. And it only takes it, it, it only takes a click to learn something new. Um, and, I, and, and I hope, and I, I mean, when, as we continue to build Neon Wild and offer these story authoring tools to others that you Mark or people in your, uh, also your um, uh, community can say, I'm gonna create a story that educates people about Vitilago and publish it on Neon Wild too, right? Like that's right. another big piece of this. Um, Absolutely, is by opening up the platform, we we bring on new stories, new ideas, educating people about things that you know you it wouldn't happen unless you offered it out to the world to to build it and to to, to right. do it. And so, um, I you know I hope that we are able to get to that point where where Neon Wild is is that platform and tool for people. Well, definitely. Well, I will put this out there to my radio audience. And um, it, this this podcast, just so you know, goes out to over 44 different countries. So people will, awesome. will hear about Neon Wild and just to know they can access, you know, right now on the, um, what is it? The It's on the App Store. I will say it is only the U.S. only, but if anybody from right. those countries wants to uh, email you and get in touch with me, I can send them a version directly that they can okay. access um, until we, we open up to, to more markets. Um, and so and if anybody wants to try it, I can send you a link. More than happy right. to do it if you're not in the U.S. And it's not on the Android yet. Not yet. Uh, it's coming. Uh, okay. Also, eventually, the Amazon App Store, so kids can do it on their oh, Kindles. Okay. Um we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> uh, not, not a problem. Once it gets there, I'll make sure I keep putting information out. Hey, here's an update. Hey, check this I out. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So before we go, Matt, uh, please leave our listeners with some type of words of encouragement, whatever comes to your heart. Um, well, I have, I it just so happen to have a whiteboard next to me. Uh, my, I have a whole wall that's painted a, a whiteboard and I, I have a quote from George Lucas that I look at every single day. Um, you have to be persistent under impossible conditions. Um, and that's something that I, I need to look at every single day, especially when starting a company and I try to infuse into my kids as well. Um, you know, have conviction, believe in what you're doing, even in a, one idea can change the world. Absolutely. Um, and it's not going to be easy. So um, that's, yeah, I, that's, those are my words of, my words of wisdom. 
you know, I, I'm glad it wasn't. I got a bad idea. Was it? I got a bad feeling about this. And oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, it's a trap. No, don't say that one. Um, that that's the geek in me too. I, I, I love Star Wars. I like, I, I'm hey, I I'm the same way. I'm I can't. You know, I worry. I can't get my kids into it. Um, I I almost feel like uh, this generation might be over Star Wars. They, yeah, there's too much Star Wars for them. Uh, yeah. But uh, that's another podcast. We could talk about the direction Absolutely. that take it, Disney's taken with Star Wars another time. Absolutely. And, and definitely, we'll do that. Uh, I have a couple other <laughs> friends within the Vita Lago community. They love to talk geeky conversations. So we'll, bring, we'll have <laughs> that. that. Um, yeah. uh, well, Matt, once again, thank you for being here. For the listeners, thank you for listening in. And remember, it's neonwild. Is it .com or .org? What is it? The website uh, neonwild.com, and okay. you can Google or you can search for Neon Wild on the App Store, uh, the Apple App Store. Absolutely, absolutely. And for our listeners, I thank you for tuning in. I've, I hope you've gained some knowledge that you didn't have before. You know, there's an app coming, so you, if you have kids, you can sit down with your kids and, and get involved in this app. And if you don't have kids, you can still get involved in this app and share it out. But remember, as I always say, make sure you love somebody. Love your family, love your friends, love your colleagues, love your enemy. I always say, I know that's hard to do, but still, they need love too. But most of all, look in the mirror and look at yourself and say, I love you. You have been listening to Living Life and Love. I'm your host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. And remember, vitiligo is not contagious. Love is. Thank you for tuning in to Living Life and Love with their host, Mark Braxton from Raleigh, North Carolina. Vid Friends Podcast can be listened to on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on Facebook. Remember, Vid Friends Podcasts are sponsored by My Vitiligo Team. <laughs>